Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. Shop Black Friday week deals Sunday through Friday at Kohl's. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. And take an extra 15% off. Get the big one throws, $8.49. Toastmaster small appliances are just $2.14 after rebate. And Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Plus, take 30% off Lego, 70% off fine jewelry, and save on boots for her, $16.99. Plus, get fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday week deals at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. Offers valid November 22nd through the 27th. 15% off with promo code Enjoy15. Lego and Fitbit offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Here we go. Season one, episode two of the Bite Me Podcast. Welcome, I'm Adam West. Cliff Johnson, Dylan Hover. And we like to talk about video games. Video games are great. They are. We don't like playing them, but we sure like talking about them. (laughs) I know plenty of people who talk about video games all the time. And have not played – literally the last thing they played was like uh, NES in 1989. Yeah, I played video games a lot for someone who doesn't like to play them. Like I – a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't play them. <laughs> I watch Kevin play them a lot. It's good enough. But yeah. I actually play – I mean I, I play too. I had a cousin growing up. We always used to make fun of him um, who – didn't ever want to actually play. He just wanted to watch someone else play. And, and at the time, like, you know, this is 20 years ago, 25 years ago, he was just such the weird kid. And nowadays, like, that's a billion people on Twitch. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> such a weird phenomenon that we just watch people play games now. Yeah. And then we also feel like we should give them money a lot of the time. Well, okay, I'm not part of that crowd. There are people them. that literally make their living playing games on Twitch. It's Do insane. people actually give them money while yeah. they're watching the stream, yeah, or is just, it like all sponsor kind of stuff? Both. Well, they're just d- donate. Yeah, people just, give them. I mean, when, and with, like nice here. headshot, bro. Here's a buck. You, literally. Wow. Or I like to watch you play, or I learned a lot from watching you play. And I mean, you can oh. subscribe. It's people that'll pay ten bucks a month, five. Well, bucks see, a I've month. watched. I mean, I've watched people play on Twitch just because sometimes when a game's coming out, or if there's a game that's out, and I'm like, mm. I don't know what that's like. If I'm going to enjoy it, I'll watch somebody play it on Twitch, and I'm like, oh, that looks. Like yeah. fun, yeah. No, people that subscribe, they're paying them money. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, oh, I don't. Well, we should get on that, right? Well, and now with uh, now that Amazon bought Twitch, um, if you're a Prime member, you actually get a free subscription a month. So if there's one you like watching, you can use that to get them, and they get I don't know five bucks. I don't know how much it is, but oh. they actually you can use that free one to actually pay someone you like to watch stream. Yeah, it's crazy. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Now, there's a couple I watch, and I mean, they're constantly just dinging and thanking subscribers and stuff. And you're like, wow, they're just making killing. Of course, these people are incredibly good at video games. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a sex cam show with video games. I I yeah, I like yeah. to think of it more like uh, <laughs> I know, right? I'm I'm the filthy old man in the room. That's fine. I, I, I was thinking more like um, like when you had patrons back, you know, like your Da Vinci, and you know, they hire you to paint a chapel. Oh. You know, gotcha. But, but, but the sex cam thing you works took the too. cloudy, classy yeah, yeah. route. It's okay. the same thing. Uh, it's exactly the same. It's the same Da Vinci sex cam workers. It's yeah, really real close. It's real close. Our, like most but. of his models were nude anyway. <laughs> 
<laughs> Good enough. So yeah. Um, so what have what have, what do we got? What are we talking about this week? I think we're going to start with uh, it being Thanksgiving this mm-hmm. weekend. Might games. have a couple extra days off. Oh, God. Might have some time to, to play mm. some games. Thank goodness I've got a couple extra days off. Yeah. yeah, but then the family comes into town and you've got all this Thanksgiving entertaining to do, so it's not really days off. See, and that's why you should move to a state where your family doesn't live. These simple, simple answers to things that make a lot of sense that I just can't do. Right? Yeah, it's gotcha. great. I'm going I'm going out to Indian food for, for Thanksgiving dinner. It'll be perfect. That sounds delicious, right? actually. It's kind of ironic, too. <laughs> it is, right? Exactly. It's, it's very well, wait, traditional. Ca- Eastern uh, Indian. Yeah, that's Indian, why it's but, ironic. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but no, I was thinking, you know, you hopefully have at least a couple extra days, maybe some time in the morning while your turkey's cooking, mm-hmm. you know, just to, just to play some oh, stuff. We're going to Portland, so we're going to Kevin's family's house. So Take your DS. It'll be fine. Make him drive. Make him drive. Ah, that's not going to happen. You've never <laughs> met Kevin. So I was going to say, that's three hours right there. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. He's off work today. And I said, so since you're off work today, can we not take the dog to daycare? No, I don't know. Wait, you, okay, talk, you take your dog to daycare every day? No, not every day. Oh, God. <laughs> Good God, no. I love my dog, but no. <laughs> thank, thank you. No, 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 no. So anyway, so he's busy playing video games on his day off. Good man. It's fine. Good I like that. I wish I was. I think that's the plan. So yeah. we're going to talk about some games that we might want to play over. Mm-hmm. And I think one that I was thinking that I think we can all agree on, and it's the perfect length for a holiday weekend, and we already talked about it in the last show, but maybe this will just be recurring, is is the uh, the South Park game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, 20 hours fits perfectly in a weekend. Four hours a day, you're done. Right. And so now I've not played Stick of Truth. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Well, so here's the, here's the thing with me. Like when it comes to watching people play video games, I've watched people throughout the years play these games – like God of War, oh, sure. God of War 2. Love those games. I personally didn't play all the way through because my friend or whoever I was dating or somebody at the time would be like, oh, I love this game. And they would just blow through the yeah, whole yeah. thing while I sit there and watch. And I'm kind of like, oh, OK. Well, I know how that ends. Yeah. yeah. And I don't go back and watch that movie again. That's exactly how Fable was for me. Like I, I played the first three hours of Fable like 400 times just watching other people play Fable. Mm-hmm. My, wa- my wife played all of the first Kingdom Hearts entirely by watching me play it. Loved it. Oh, nice. So, so yeah. So Kevin, Kevin's already played Stick of Truth. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Seen I kind of know what happens. Close enough. So that's yeah. – yeah, that's that's Super kind of Super good game though. Yeah. And You're perfect, probably not missing much. Then. Perfect length for a weekend too. Um, I've seen South Park. It's a great game. You've seen South Park. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've seen the game, you've more or less played it. I mean. Yeah. Right. It's good. Um, I was thinking Limbo and Braid too, which are both Xbox backwards compatible, PC. It's super short but really, really good stories. You could easily crank through those in a weekend and they're both gorgeous and fun and super enjoyable. Yeah, and I know Braid – I've got Braid on my PS3. Yeah, see? So yeah. it's there. And what's what's Limbo? Tell limbo me about is limbo. a fun, like artsy. It's entirely black and white, and you play this little guy going through this horrifying, like it's kind of roguelikey and only well. Is like it like if, a little kid? If, yeah. If Dark okay. Souls was cuter, maybe because I mean, you'll be walking along, and all of a sudden, this spike comes out and stabs you through the head. Oh, and lovely. then, then you, you you go back a little bit, and you've got to figure out how to not make that spike stab you in the head. Okay. And then ten feet later from that, you fall into a pit of death. And so now you need to miss the spike that goes in your head and the pit of death. And then there's the giant spider after that, and the thing that'll fall on you. And the you know, it's just literally an entire game of figuring out how to get through these horrifying traps in kind of a cute artsy kind of way. Okay. So lots of fun. Lots so, of fun. But it's kind of like a memory game. Mm-hmm. And it's built by the guys who just did Limbo is the folks who just did Inside I want to say. 
Which is another super short game that I am hoping to play this weekend. I just bought it. It was on sale on the Xbox Black Friday deal. So, yeah, I picked that up for like 12 bucks. Okay. See, I need to look and see if they've got this for like PlayStation. Mm-hmm. PlayStation. Inside is on the PlayStation. Is it's, it? it's from what I understand, if you like like short three, four hour, just immersive mm-hmm. get in, get out games, Inside's amazing. A lot of yeah, people are saying it's game of the year. I liked Flower. I liked Journey. Uh, Journey. Yep. So, yeah, and they, they're, they're great games to just kind of disappear into where you don't have to worry about, am I going the right way? Because you're inevitably going to go the right way. Yep. And you don't die and you don't restart. And all these yep. weird little things. It's just you kind of enjoy the the experience yep. of going through this world. Abzu would be another one that would be great for that. It's, Bless you. It, exactly. <laughs> it has lots in it, I think. It has the most amazing soundtrack, too. I listen to it. It's Austin Winery, and I listen to it all the time. It's fantastic. Cool, cool, I was thinking of uh, picking up one of the new Pokemon games because we have a new Pokemon game on the shelf in Sun and Moon. What? So I'm like a cartridge – I mean like <laughs> – you're like a cartridge in a CD world. I'm like a cartridge gotcha. in a CD world. No, uh, I've never played any of the Pokemon games on a handhold. Like, why are there two? Yeah, That's I never a understood great that. Question. <laughs> Actually, um, I know. What, isn't there? Aren't there like different? I know there's so different there's Pokemon. So there's certain in each exclusive one. Pokemon to each game. So if you want to be a Pokemon master and you're going to catch them all, you have to find. <laughs> Wait, was, is this podcast brought to you by Pokemon Sun and Moon? By Nintendo. <laughs> that, it, it's Jim Pokemon, man. They brainwash you. But um, yeah, so I guess if you if you want them all, you got to have a buddy or somebody that you're able to. Trade oh, and with. then you can trade. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I think that's the idea way back when. I mean, I always had. For whatever reason, I ended up collecting both games. Both games, yeah. I just I was always wondered because they released the same day. I have mm-hmm. no idea why it, there are actually two of them. It Does seem a little weird, but. I mean, sometimes that one game will have. Usually, they put the legendary Pokemon on the front, so you're like, "I want that one because I want to be able to catch that uh, Pokemon." Right. right. Um, so usually, you're drawn to one. In this case, I'm probably going to pick up Pokemon Moon. And so it, you can you can trade them back and tra- trade Pokemon back and forth between other players. Yes. Okay. So you can just be next to someone else with a 3ds or a DS or whatever you're playing it on. Do you have to ask them, or can you just like steal it? I don't think you're going to steal it. You can't like over the network or whatever. Pull it out of their pocket. No. <laughs> well, I, I not, <laughs> not physically not, not assault physically them for it. No <laughs> pickpocket monsters. But, uh, um, oh, that, that would be a really good one, though. Pickpocket but monsters. But I guess the other interesting thing with Sun and Moon is if you have Pokemon Moon, when you play during the daytime, you're actually at nighttime. So the, the, count, the, oh, that's the cool. time clocks are switched. Gotcha. So you're going to find certain Pokemon night and day. Because that's how the Pokemon games work. So and you're only going to find certain Pokemon at night or when you play at day, and the clock is actually our clock, yeah. more or less. And do they just play like a, I mean, is it like a role-playing game where you catch Pokemon and then kind use them of. to battle other yes. things and progress in the story? So you're catching your Pokemon to, I mean, fill out your six Pokemon slots, um, and you battle other trainers in the game or gym leaders in the past games. They're doing something a little different this this time around, um, which is why I'm more interested in picking it up than some of the other editions, just because they did something a little new and it actually lo- it looks pretty. Um, they've been like lowering the camera down a little bit the past couple games, so you, I mean, the world's more three dimensional than it is top down. I definitely recommend it. I, yeah. I mean, it's a very mm-hmm. solid game. They've mastered that formula over the years. Um, people still manage to play the same game again every uh, year. Whatever. <laughs> they add some of the same Pokemon, but you still have. Some of the old ones, your favorites from the old Yeah, games. how many new Pokemon do they add to each, like, generation of games? I don't know. A lot. A lot. That's I mean, crazy. there's, I mean, I don't know if there's 600 or more Pokemon now. but That's crazy. Crap. I don't, I don't know. I still know the, 100, the original 150 is the 
the ones that I know. Okay, let's name them in order. Go. Bulbasaur. <laughs> I'm going to stop. We know, all, we know the first three. There's Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and... Well, that's not the first three. I thought those you got to go through evolution. So Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Venusaur. Then we go to... I think it's Squirtle next. And then War Turtle, Blastoise, and mm-hmm. then Charmander, Charmeleon. This is real impressive, Charizard. actually. Like I'm going to stop, though. <laughs> oh, it's well, no, it's funny because when I was playing Pokemon Go, we would go on our little walks around town at the park or whatever. A group of us would get together. And I would go, oh, look, there's a floating chain with smoke and balls and stuff. And Kevin would be like, oh, that's ghastly. And I'm like, I have no idea what that means. The smoke and chain with balls. Yeah, yeah, I did the I, exact same like, thing. I'm like, I think yeah. I think I caught a cabbage. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, hang on, I know that one. There's one that looks like a bunch do, of little leaves. Do, 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 do. I, don't I don't know. I caught a cabbage, man. <laughs> Dylan? Cabbage isn't really doing it for me. Oh, well. <laughs> like a, What's a, a weedle? Which one's, that's not a cabbage. Weedle's yeah. a flower. A weedle. Oh, it's a weedle. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a little, like a little. Uh, I don't see. I don't know. I could show. I could show Kevin the outline. You know, in Pokemon Go, you would oh, see yeah. the outline of what it was <laughs> without without anything other than yeah. that. And he'd be like, "Oh, that's blah, blah, blah. that's the evolved form of blah, blah, blah. but you yeah. can turn into blah, blah after that." Just just looking at it, glancing while yeah, he's driving. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we were real safe about it. It's all good. So it's all good. But. Well, we're still playing Rocket League because. That's a because all, Rocket League. That's an always still playing. Hashtag duh. Exactly. Uh, but I did play a couple new things this weekend. I played um, the Star Wars, the new Star Wars Lego games, The Force Awakens. Okay. Um, which is real fun if you like Lego games. Um, I've actually, you know, I've only played the Lego uh, Lego Avengers. See, and this is perfect for you then because okay. like, I've played all of them. And it's at a point where Lego games are getting a little like, oh, my God, I've done this so many times. Um, this one's cool, though. In that it's a lot of fun and there's some kind of new play mechanics, but the, all the audio from it is actually just ripped audio from the movie, which you'd think would be good. That sounds fun. It's not. It like, like it kind of oh. works, but a lot of the times it just doesn't. I mean, if, imagine if you were just like taking audio from a movie and trying to make something else with it. You know how it right. never feel like it quite fit. Mm-hmm. That's how this feels. So, do they take actual lines of dialogue? From oh yeah, the movie, yeah. Or is it just like sound effects? No, no, no. lines of dialogue from oh. the movie. Yeah. So all of the dialogue is literally little Lego minifigures using the lines from the movie, huh. which just doesn't feel quite right. But it's still fun. I mean, it's it, the Lego games are what they are. They're you know destroying a billion things and collecting a billion blocks and building things out of them and. Getting through fun levels, so. So does the story of the Lego Star Wars, does it follow any particular movie or is it just all kind of – This is actually The Force Awakens. So it's, oh, okay. it is literally that movie. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So – and it's – I'd almost more say they like paraphrase the movie. They're close but some things last way longer than they do in the movie. Some things are way shorter. Um, but it's good. It's okay. it's not great. Um, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that it wasn't great honestly because when it came – it's been out for maybe six months and when it came out it had huge buzz. And it looks great visually. They've upgraded the engine. Looks great, but it's just kind of it's good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good enough. Um, okay. I played the Steep Beta this weekend, which is a snowboarding game from Ubisoft. I want to play. Say, okay. um, and history wise, like I was a huge fan of Amped on the original Xbox. Um, like I'm not a snowboarder. Have never snowboarded. You've never did you ever play the SSX games like SSX e- Tricky? Yeah, but oh, I liked oh, I liked Amped okay. better. Um, and anyway, we played we played Amped as like a couch game where we'd literally just you know go run and then if you fell you pass it to the next person they try and I right. mean we played a lot of Amped and I was really hoping Steep would be that and it's not 
Um, you can't jump. There's no rails. Like, so it's literally just you, like... Sliding. Yeah. I'm like, this is real dumb. Um, there's some kind of fun stuff where you can wear a wingsuit and, like, jump off and, and do, like, a wingsuit down. Flying squirrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... And it's just the beta, so maybe the maybe the full game will be better. But I was way under impressed. So how do you like? How do you catch air and do tricks and stuff? You don't. And that that <laughs> the whole point. It, the, it should be steep. Don't fall down. Right? Yeah. I mean, it was literally like skiing. I mean, like when I go skiing, I don't do tricks and jump because I'm dumb. Is and, there a yeti that chases you or anything? No. <laughs> I, it, I was literally. I did like three runs. I'm like, this is really. Boring. Why? Why are we doing this? Because this isn't fun. You like? I'd like try and catch air off rocks and stuff, and it would hurt me, and I'd fall over. I'm like, this is this is the dumbest extreme thing I've ever seen ever. So I don't know. <laughs> um, and then I, I actually bought um, Grand Theft Auto Five too, which is whoop, whoop, okay. Which is you know, I mean, that's a game that's three years out. Um, I had it on the original the 360, oh, the little little on the 360, and then uh, it went on sale, which is such a weird thing to say for a game that's been out for three years, but it still retails for sixty bucks. Um, oh, crap. Right? Because <laughs> it's worth every penny. Is it? It really is very good. Okay. Um, but it went on sale on the Xbox Black Friday sale again, and I'm like, I, I don't – I'm not going to break out my Xbox 360 to play it. Um, so I got it for 30 bucks. but that, that game is incredible, and I can't – I mean, it's not only amazing that it's still selling for 60 bucks, but they've sold 70 million copies of that game. Holy crap. Right? Do the math on that. It's – That's four that's point. Well, I mean, it's that's six times idea. seven, four, four $4.2 billion. <laughs> and it's worth every penny. See, the last—I think the last game, Grand Theft game I played, I played Grand Theft Three just because I was like, "Holy crap, Grand Theft!" Oh, it was this a great game. Though. I get to beat people up. Vice City was better, but Grand Theft Auto Three was real good. Yeah, okay. Had motorcycles, and it was in Florida. I actually, I had a uh, PSP. Oh, and sure, I sure. played the whatever. I played one on there too. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Yeah, no, Five is awesome. It's okay. real good, yeah. real good. And it's—I'd forgotten how much fun it is. I played it for you know four or five hours over the weekend. It's just. It's it's visceral. It really is. Right. It's worth it though. Real worth yeah, it. I'm gonna try to revisit that again pretty soon. It's been on my list to do. Yeah. For thirty bucks. Do it. Yeah. yeah. See I've got I've got so many games sitting in my library. Oh, it's only twenty bucks. Oh, it's only thirty right. bucks that I've just barely scratched the surface of any of them. We'll we'll show you my Steam library sometime. It's like three hundred and fifty games. Holy crap. So <laughs> that you like, haven't well, played? Uh, that I haven't played. <laughs> that that humble bundle's only eight dollars. That gives me five games. That oh, sounds like a good deal. Did you get the Capcom humble bundle a few of months ago? Of course I did. Yeah, guess who hasn't downloaded a single thing from that? <laughs> I download all I was of like, them. It's got it's got this game. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. But I, you have it. I have it. Yeah, I have I've a, got all the codes. I just in, haven't downloaded a single one. I have a real problem. In it's case not. of a rainy day. Yeah. Well, for me, though, it's like... Well, I we mean, live in Seattle. I was going to run across one eventually. You would think so, but like, I still have like 300 <laughs> games I've never even installed, so oh, I need a lot of rainy days. Yeah. What have you played, Dylan? Uh, well, I continued my Civilization VI experience, and uh, I claimed a science victory, which was pretty exciting. Nice. What's a science victory? So... There's in Civilization Six. You there's many different ways you can win, and usually it's the first civilization to do something, so whether that's colonizing Mars. So to get a science victory, you have to send a satellite into space. You have to get to the moon, and then you have to get to Mars and colonize it, right? Oh. Um, before anyone else does, or before anyone else does something else that wins. So when you say before anyone else, do you mean like the five other civilizations that you're playing against? Yeah, so you'll um, be like the United States, and you're playing against Germany and Russia and 
the Aztecs. And now, are these all like computer mm-hmm. run? They don't have like, to be, but they can be. You can okay. play player versus player, or oh, okay. you can have just a great experience just playing against the AI, choosing whichever difficulty okay. you find best for yourself. Yeah. Um, but it was super fun. Yeah, but there's um, a bunch of different ways to win, too, because you can do a science victory, victory, you can do a religion victory, or you can do a military victory. A religion victory, let's yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Or you can do a culture victory, culture victory or, yeah. you know, and so there's there's um, a, a bunch of different ways to win the game. Yeah, so it, it's really just tailored to your play style, but then you have to be aware that if someone's about to get to Mars, you might just have to nuke them. <laughs> or they're going to beat you. As it is in the real world. I'm yeah, like, that sounds so, really hyper-realistic. Yeah. Well, it's surprising. Like you get a different worldview when you play this game because yeah. um, I definitely had experiences like that where another country was spreading their religion around and were going to beat me because they were spreading their religion around. So I wanted to kill them. Like and that's kind of the way the world is, isn't it? A little bit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but that's how the game plays. It's right. like if you don't, if you just sit there idly. They're going to beat you. Yeah. I mean, when you really think about it, though, I mean, not exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, I mean, when you think about how many weird wars have been fought over weird things, over it's not. Shit over like, oh, that dude got shot. Yep. We have to yeah. blow them up now. Yep. Yeah. It kind of boils down to Civilization Six. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, I mean, Civilization Six. Civilization in general is just a, kind of a really, a really concentrated version of the real world. The it's real, real strange. World, See, I've got, I'm really scared that I'm going to buy this game now. It's, it's, I, I'm I'm just gonna wait and see if it goes on sale this weekend. And if it does, I'm gonna buy it. If it doesn't, yeah. I'm okay, still gonna buy that's, it. <laughs> that's yeah, I'll do that. If I see it go on sale over the next like, I'll text you. Thanks, mm-hmm. thanks yeah. for keeping my but, budget intact. <laughs> but uh, also played some more Overwatch. Try to get back into some more competitive gaming um, recently. So Which I also bought this weekend. So. It was free this weekend, I thought, on Steam. Uh, you could play it for free, yeah, yeah but I, I bought it. Weekend, yeah. But uh, that's always that's always good. I love that game. It is super fun. It's just so balanced uh, that it makes for a great competitive game if you have any interest in competitive gaming. Um, yeah, and I've never played it ranked, but... Uh, yeah, I'm not quite that far yet. Yeah. I got to break that goal but i was playing with my buddy who is playing the in the ranked mode which i'm very interested to to get to that point now i don't know ranked uh, ranked for me is i like i played i play a lot of rocket league and uh i'm so good when enough you say ranked you're talking about like compared to yeah and everybody so, who yeah, plays yeah, in yeah. That so you actually get style like and so i play 3v3 rocket league and uh you just start out you play 10 games and it tells you where you fit in this ranking of tiers, and okay. then you, every game you play, you either gain points and go up a tier, or you lose points and go down a tier. Yeah, so, that's no, it's really not. <laughs> like I, <laughs> yeah. I think some people must. Re- I, I'm super competitive too, so I don't know what it is, but it just made it made the game so much less fun for me. Yeah. So I play mostly casual. It takes a great responsibility to get into competitive gaming. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and I actually, it's funny. There's a guy that I know that I've known for a while, but I actually hung out with him. Uh, at this party over the weekend, some friends' housewarming party, and he plays Overwatch like professionally. Yeah, yeah. That's how he makes his living. So yeah, he's legit. He does that. He travels all the time and, and does that and plays competitive. They just announced a really cool competitive version of Overwatch too, where they're actually going to do tryouts in X number of states. What? Yeah. But they're going to make state teams, so it won't be. I mean, like when I watch, you know, competitive Rocket League, it's like Genesis versus, you know, this other. Well, you have no ties to these people; they change a lot. But Overwatch actually wants to make it state-based, where you'll be Washington, Washington versus, Virginia. versus Virginia or Washington versus California, where you'll actually have, you know, and it, it gives you some, you know, 
if you say, you know, we're going to play Team Genesis versus Team Wackadoodle, like no one cares, you know, the average person. But, you know, hey. My money's on Team Wackadoodle. Of course, always. But, you know, (laughs) team, you know, our our team's going to take on on California Day and we're going to kick their, you know. That's kind of fun. It's a real interesting idea. I'm into that. Right? That's exciting. I'd watch it. Yeah. yeah. See, now we're getting back to we something we just watch video. Yeah, games. I know. Yeah, it's weird. It's real <laughs> we love weird. Video games. We watch them all the time. Right. It's real strange. Um, what what video games could we watch Adam play? Uh, you could watch me play Infamous Second Son because I've been playing that. So I got the PS4 Pro, and with all the upgraded visuals and hardware and blah blah blah, I'm going to download stuff that like had day one patches. So I downloaded The Last of Us. I haven't played that yet, um, but Infamous Second Son, I've been spending a lot of time with. And I really, really like it. Yeah, I played the first one, but I never played. I yeah, played the, the first one. The first one was cool. It was That's a right. nice little kind of set the the idea in motion of what they're going to do with that type of game. But I mean, it's very, it, it's a typical open worlder uh, where you just kind of go here, beat these guys. You're go like here, clear this superpowers or something though, right? Mm-hmm. Like electricity. I barely remember. Yeah. It, but. So, uh, De- Destin Deslin, I think is his name. In this one, he's got he gets touched by one of the mutant uh, they're called conduits hmm. or he's a conduit. Anyway, he gets this power he where he touched. blows smoke and fire and stuff and he blows things up and it's uh, it's based in a uh, karma system is going on so you can pick the good side pick the bad side or whatever and earn different types of skills and weapons and abilities. So I'm doing everything right this nice. time or at least the nice way. <laughs> so, All Paragon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. How does it look? Um, it looks incredible. Uh, you, can, you can flip the HDR on and off um, and it looks it looks incredible because it plays right here in Seattle because I got to climb the space needle. And oh, blow very that up. cool! That's yeah. fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I kind of want to get a PS4 just to play. There's it, nothing more fun Seattle. than playing a game in a city you know. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I didn't and know about that. I mean, they they take a lot of visual cues and stuff from the city. It's not like a, a street by street replica yeah, yeah. of it. But like, there's Queen Anne, and there's Seattle Center, and Ballard, and Seattle proper, and all that stuff, and you can go around and. Uh, just blow stuff up. That's real it's great. cool. Um, but yeah, it's really pretty. But I know a lot of people have talked about the whole PS4 Pro kind of issues, graphical issues, and stuff running stuff. And you can you can tell because these are obviously older games that were patched for a new system. So there's little hiccups here and there. It doesn't make it unplayable, but it is something you notice. Yeah. So I still really enjoy the game. I just chased down. Her name is Fetch. She's in uh, Infamous. First Light, the follow-up. How many of these games have there been? Yeah, I, Honestly, I didn't know there was that many. I think there's four of them now. So there's <laughs> Infamous, there's Infamous 2, Infamous Second Son, which was the one that came out in the new-gen systems, and then Infamous First Light. And her name is Fetch, and her power is all based on neon and throwing lights and, and all this electrical stuff. So, uh, so that I've looks got, real cool. Oh, it's so cool. It is so cool. And you have to go around and you have to suck the lights out from all the neon and get all the power out of that. Very nice. And uh, she's kind of a pain in the ass when you first run into her. You have to chase her down. And it's – it was kind of – I was mad. Nice. I was mad. I was yelling things <laughs> that I shouldn't be yelling out loud. Uh, apparently Sucker Punch, the people who make it, is actually are, are based in Bellevue. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. We'll go visit. What? Uh, right? Let's get him in <laughs> <Okay>. here. <laughs> Um, talk to them. Right. So yeah, I real, um, but yeah. So the PS4 Pro is great. Infamous Second Son. If you've never played it, it's only twenty bucks on on the, the oh, PS4 or the Sony store right think now. Think about that. What uh, now? When you say you can turn the HDR on off, because I've, I've played um, Forza mm-hmm. Motorsport Horizons. Horizon. Forza Horizon Three, which is the first 
uh, game on the Xbox to support the HDR stuff. And when you say you can turn it on and off, is that turn it on and off in the game or is it turning on and off on your TV? Um, you can turn it on and off in the game. So in Infamous at least – because that's the only game I've played with yeah, yeah. Uh, HDR capability. So you pause it. You just go into your options menu and down at the very bottom. You can turn the HDR on and off and you can also change the level of detail. So kind of like on a PC when you yeah. change ultra high, whatever settings. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. That seems real weird. It does. It's like you would th- you would think that you would just make the hardware capable enough to do exactly what right. everybody wants well, it like, to do. Well, like why would you want to turn HDR off? I mean – I don't know. Some people, don't some like people it. don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like colors being as poppy, <laughs> and I like, I, I, I like my darks muddy and gross right. instead of black. Well, and I, I mean that's one thing that I seem seem to have noticed at least on the HDR TV we've got that when HDR is on, that yeah, the colors pop if they're if they're there. Yeah, you know, but. With uh, infamous second sun, it's in Seattle, so it's overcast. It's rainy, yeah. so the colors really—it's beautiful to look at. You can definitely tell what's going on, yeah. but it's not all these bright, beautiful popping yeah. colors. But like the contrast blacks between blacker. the sun and the setting, and yeah, and the blacks are blacker. You can still see everything, and it's hyper realistic looking, but it's not colorful. Yeah, because uh, so, Seattle's on, not colorful. No, no. On Forza, I was I. It's beautiful, absolutely stunningly gorgeous game. But I could never really tell. Yeah. I need to look and see if there's like an on or off mm-hmm. because I'm like it's gorgeous. I mean, it's a car racing game that I only right. downloaded because I wanted to see the colors. Um, but uh, I couldn't really say if they were on or off. And I mean, you can, I can change it on my TV, but mm-hmm. I didn't know if that's I what I was supposed to. Do. I need to. I, I need to look into it. It'd be nice if there was a button so you could instantly tell. Right. They, right. They, they did that with the Halo remaster. Yeah, that was you cool. Could, you could press a button on the controller and it would show you what the game used to look like <laughs> on the original Xbox. That would be all right. It's really neat. And you hit it and it would be the updated version yeah. so you could see at that moment right. what the game looked like and what it looks like now. And I can tell you when, when you've got HDR on and it's look it's how it's supposed to be, you can tell. Yeah. It's not one of those things where it's like, I can't really tell. Tell. Because uh, we got our TV, and I was like, I'm going to look up a 4K HDR video on YouTube. This was six months ago. Pulled it up, watched it, and I was in awe because it was so beautiful to look at. And, and I didn't think anything of it because I just assumed that that was in HDR because that's what the, the title said. Yeah, yeah. But this is YouTube. <laughs> yeah, right. So Because the titles are always what they are. Right. Um, then YouTube officially announced they were supporting HDR content just two weeks ago, oh. three weeks ago. And I'm like, okay. I put it on. And my mouth hit the floor, and the first words out of my mouth were, holy shit, because it was something like I had never seen. I need to check that out. So, then. yeah, check into it, because yeah. when, when it's on, you notice. You yeah. know it's on. Yeah. Now, one thing that I thought was interesting about these new redone PlayStation games is that there's actually been a lot of reports that they're awesome on 4K, but it's actually lowering – people are having problems with them not 4K. Um, because on the PS4, they play natively at 4K. And then if you're playing 1080, it actually has to downsample them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's actually taking more processor to run on a 1080 than it does on a 4K, which is crazy. I, like, it's all going to get sorted. You know it'll all oh, get yeah. sorted. Because it's just they, they got it out there, want everybody to, you know, see what it can do right away. But they're not taking the time to really patch yeah. it nicely to where everything's uh, fine. And one thing that's interesting about Infamous Second Son, at least, when you play it without HDR on, it's in 4K. When you turn the HDR on, it's in, what is it, 2K? So it's basically half of that. Oh, so when you're playing it in HDR, you're not playing it at Mm-mm. the full, full resolution. No, it's still it's still higher than is it is that still higher than 1080? Mm. Uh, 2K and 1080 is the difference is negligible, but oh, okay, it's very few pixels different. Interesting. But, so yeah, you get like, what is it 1440? 
Mm. Is that a thing? It is, but I'm not sure if that's what yeah, 2K I is. Can't. 2K is. I mean, so 2K is 2000. Vert- two, instead of 1980, yeah. Horizontal lines instead of 19. Okay. Yeah. 1920. 1920, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah, not, not much different. One, sorry. Interesting. Yeah, so there's that. So you get either deep, beautiful colors or lots of pixels. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and I actually haven't tried playing it in just 4K because I was like, HDR, I got to I gotta see it because it's so pretty no matter what. Yeah, I, I, having a 4K TV, like, it's cool, but it wasn't as startling to me. Point? Yeah, you know, it, I got it because I wanted to kind of future-proof my TV and figuring that at some point there would be a reason to have it. But going from like an SD TV, like a tube TV, mm-hmm. to a 1080 TV was night and day different. Oh, yeah. I mean – and and it's about the same jump too, from 420 to 1080, fra- then yeah. 1080 to however many pixels are in a 4K TV. But it's, there's a diminishing return there. I mean, it's yeah. it's beautiful, mm-hmm. but there's not a lot of content for it. The games look good. I mean, it's nice to see the games upscale. They look nice, but it's not. Yeah, now tonight I'm going to go home. I'm going to flip it in just 4K and play it that way. Check it out. You have the Witness too, right? I've got a what now? What? The, oh, I've got the Witness, yeah. <laughs> the, the Witness got a I forgot about that. PS Pro update. Okay. And that game's kind of, I'd be interested to know, so the game's not, it's not infamous. It's pretty, yeah. but it's not like stunning. Yeah, and the like it's a pretty basic kind of graphical style yeah. too. So you kind of wonder what they would do with HDR. It'd be interesting yeah. to see. Huh. Right? And yeah, I'm, I'm, trying to pay, I'm trying to think of what they would do because it's such a basic style, art style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I'll have to do that. I, I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> uh, the Witness is a cool game, but I, I have it on the PC, so I guess we'll never know. Right. Yeah. It's fun. So the HDR thing, you'll know when you've got it. Turn it on, check your settings, and see that because you will tell a difference. <laughs> um, so, and that kind of brings us into our next topic. Uh, remasters, remakes, uh, not necessarily reboots, but just, you know, repurposing old games, updating them visually, new hardware and stuff. What do you think? Should they yeah, be doing it? Because what we got, we have uh, Skyrim just got a remaster. Mm-hmm. I know a bunch of buddies are playing that again. Um, we just saw Call of Duty Modern Warfare remastered and released alongside the new Infinite Warfare. I don't know. Is that what it is? I, I kind of... I've never played a Call of Duty Call's, game. Call of Duty's fizzled out what, for once, me, so. once you hit Infinite Warfare, do you have to keep releasing sequels? <laughs> yeah, is or is there it another just, one? Yeah. Right? You're just kind of like... I this think, just goes I on think the story's done. Yes. <laughs> no, no, it's not done. It goes it's on forever. forever. Oh, dang. <laughs> it's just DLC but, from this point. <laughs> but then still, I mean, it's like the game I'm playing, Infamous Second Son. That's an updated, you know, thing right. of a four-year-old game. Yeah. Is it four years old now? I think so, yeah. yeah I think it was... 12 or 13, yeah. something like that. So, like, that's a remake, a repurposed yeah. game. Did you play then, it before? No, I never played okay. it before. And the same with The Last of Us. I never played it before. But not only The Last of Us got an HD re- update when PS4 came out, now they're getting the HDR 4K remaster for the new PS4 So is Pro. this a little ridiculous? Well, I think there's, like, a statute of limitations on stuff like that. Like, Skyrim, to me, is a little soon because, I mean... It's not backwards compatible, but it certainly could be. Um, I'm playing Mass Effect 3 right now, which is a, came out about the same time as Skyrim, and it looks great. Mm-hmm. Like, there's literally no reason to... And when Skyrim came out, it was visually probably one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. I mean, it was the first one where you'd see people literally taking screenshots, you know, turning off all their HUD and all their Chrome and just taking screenshots of the game like freaking nature photographers because it was so beautiful. So has really enough changed in four years that you need 
Anuvers and Skyrim. And I mean, assuming that you beat that game, you put 120, 140 hours of Skyrim in four years ago, and you're like, damn, I want to do that again. Yeah, I should probably visit one of those other 300 games I have in my Steam library. Right, exactly. Like- On the flip side... <laughs> If Bethesda instead had said, we're going to remaster Obsidian or we're going to remaster uh, Morrowind. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 83120. Shop Black Friday week deals Sunday through Friday at Kohl's. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. And take an extra 15% off. Get the Big One Throws, $8.49. Toastmaster Small Appliances are just $2.14 after rebate. And Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Plus, take 30% off Lego, 70% off fine jewelry, and save on boots for her, $16.99. Plus, get fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday week deals at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. Offers valid November 22nd through the 27th. 15% off with promo code ENJOY15. Lego and Fitbit. Offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Oblivion. What did I say? Obsidian. Whatever. <laughs> that's a totally <laughs> different developer, but close. Yeah, it, you know, it did <laughs> they make real good role playing games? Though. Oh, gotcha. Um, but you know, if they'd remastered one of those instead, I would be all over that because Morrowind is an amazing game that is completely unplayable. Yeah. Like I bought it because I, I have it in my Steam library because of course <laughs> I do, and it it's horrible. Like the controls are awful. The way you play it is awful. But I would love to play that with a modern take okay. on it. Yeah, and, and to me, some of these these remasters, they don't. They're th- exactly that. They're remasters. They're not redoing things. They're just they're kind of just cleaning it up and dusting it off and yeah. it, higher resolution, higher resolution, resolution. But that doesn't there. necessarily mean it. They're making the snow look better because it's not new snow. It's just the same snow. Yeah, I mean, I think on some of them they're updating particle systems or updating yeah. lighting. But I mean, in the case of Skyrim, I know that for in some places that wasn't better. Um, you know, so I think that it depends on what the game is. Like, I, I played three weeks ago, maybe, I played um, Grim Fandango's reboot, which is a, a LucasArts game from the mm-hmm. early 90s. Yeah, yeah. And that's awesome to be able to play that. It looks significantly better. And you're just not going to play that. Um, Double Fine's doing a bunch of those right now where uh, I know they're going to release Full Throttle. Full Throttle is one of my favorite games of the early 90s. And so I can get behind taking an old game and making it better. And I can get behind taking a game that was. I don't even know if a generation is old enough. Um, right, you know, right. like Xbox games and bringing them there. Yeah, sure. But I think you're right. A lot of what you have to do is not make them look better, but fix the systems. Um, yeah, it's, yeah it's, don't just slap yeah. a fresh coat of paint I want a little on bit it. of an overhaul. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, one that I've tried and could not get into was um, Beyond Good and Evil. And that's a, it's a Xbox game that is well known because it's good. It's got kind of that Zelda ish feel to it, you know, mm-hmm. questing. Um, but it also has a, is, if you ever look into one of the uh, you know a thread of give me a example of games with a really strong female lead character Beyond Good and Evil is always brought out which is sad because it's I don't know 12 13 years old it's the last it's, one right. um, <laughs> but you know you, it is what it is i suppose um but, but the, it's a fun game but they didn't update the mechanics of it it's, right. it was it was backwards compatible from Xbox to Xbox 360 and then they made it backwards compatible to the Xbox 1 
and it's prettier, but it's not – it's still weird to play because it, you just controlled things different. Things worked differently. So – but what about for people like me? So Last of Us, I didn't play the first yeah. go-around. Infamous, Second Son, I didn't play the first go-around. A lot of the ones that are coming out, I've never touched. Like Skyrim, never touched it. Yeah. So if I were to p- sit down and play the new one or the remastered one, I would – It's all new like, to you. This is amazing. Yeah, and I, and I think so, that – But yeah, so I mean that's – I think I might – I don't necessarily know if they're marketing – what their marketing strategy strategy is. If they say we're marketing to the people who are hardcore fans of this game because we know they'll buy it for the upgraded stuff, that's one thing. And then there's also people like me who never played it the first time around and they're hearing about how great it was before. Now imagine all the extra blah. Yeah. You know, right. of course I'm going to bite because I didn't play it the first time around and I want I want to see it on this glorious, you know, swath of screen in front of me. Right. Yeah. So. And to me, like I think uh, you're right. I think there's totally some value in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also kind of wonder if that's where they're going with saying now that all Xbox One games, or I'm sorry, Xbox Scorpio games, are going to be compatible to Xbox One, and that they're going to take that concept forward. Where, you know, the next version of it, and the next version, of it, it's going to be like a PC where I, mm-hmm. you know, I can boot up. Not all, but a huge chunk of games that came out in the 90s, and they're still going to run. It's because they're right. just, you know, it's an architecture thing. You know, is that is that a better way to do it than having to spend? I mean, cause the, the reality is, is I think Skyrim Remastered is great. But I'd really rather have Bethesda working on a new Skyrim game or a new Fallout game mm-hmm. instead of dedicating a bunch of resources to making Skyrim look prettier. But when they do those remasters, are they dedicating that many sources, like that much like manpower to well, it? Well, I mean, you've got to redo textures for I mean, an entire game. Yeah. At the end of the day, so... Yeah, I don't but, know. I mean, and I guess the other thing to think about is maybe the way those fit in. You know, you hear a lot about. And I think it's it's something that happened in video game development a while ago. But you know, you'd build a big game, and I, I've had friends that work in in that. You know, you build a big game, and then you lay off half your studio because you don't have another big game coming. And that's so, true. you know, and that's kind of what, what, why DLC, as much as DLC is kind of stupid sometimes, is it's it's nice because of what it does. It keeps those people employed until the next big game comes right. along. So, I mean, if remasters are fitting in those slots where, hey, we don't have anything happening, but we would like to keep you employed, great. But cool. if you're pulling resources away from another game I'd like to play instead, I don't yeah. know. I know I, there's one game for sure that I'm, I'm going to download is Resident Evil 4 because it's something I I've never experienced and I know it's probably one of the greatest games. And that's the one that's the ever. one that originally came out on the GameCube. Isn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. That yeah era. that's when I I remember playing that the first time because that's where they release it and we were all we were like what a Resident Evil game on Nintendo yeah, yeah. on a GameCube and knowing that at the time especially that it was the least graphically power, graphical powered or least horsepower under the yeah, hood right. than all the other systems but it was beautiful. It's a great game and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's yeah a so good now I can game. get that on Xbox One. So yeah, and and I mean and but that's a, a perfect example. Like literally, Capcom is releasing. All of their games, uh-huh. right? <laughs> Which is, I mean, okay. I mean, maybe, maybe they don't have any new ideas, um, but that's a lot of resources to be putting into. I really into... want them to to do a re-release of Beautiful Joe, right? Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite game from yeah. the GameCube. Absolute well, favorite. I, it's get. It'll probably yeah. happen. I mean, like, there so. there is room for it, I think, but I don't know. It it does seem a little saturated to me. Well, and I mean, maybe. 
Maybe it would be better too. I mean, a lot of these are actually just being done by third parties too. So maybe maybe that's where it fits in. Oh, really? you, yeah. yeah, yeah. They just give the assets over and, and let a third party do it for them. So you know, maybe that's scary. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of trust. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's a solution too. But uh, it, I'm not against them. But like I said, you got to wait like at least a couple years, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, Skyrim. Like I said, Skyrim seems close. Yeah. Because what's that? Five six years old. At least 2011 or 2012. Okay. And I mean, if you're like me, it took me a year to beat it. So I, I think I only beat it in 2014. <laughs> yeah. So, well, like back in June when I finally yeah. finished it, it was 140 Sweet. hours over like 14 yeah. months. So <laughs> nice. But, yeah. I guess one other thing I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on Call of Duty because I know none of us are super into it. But I found it interesting that they remastered Call of Duty Modern Warfare. But the only way you can get it right now is if you buy Infinite Warfare yeah. until I, I think January, and I think they'll release it everywhere. But thing I've heard about Infinite Warfare is it's pretty underwhelming. Yeah. It's the mm-hmm. general consensus. It's yep. not great. a great game. And I felt that way since they put jetpacks in Call of Duty, or any game for that matter. <laughs> I don't care about your jetpacks. That is not true. Jetpacks in uh, Star Wars Battlefront are awesome. Well, that's Battlefront. <laughs> we'll, we'll let all of that one slide. But I'm perfectly happy with Gears of War where I can't even jump. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. That doesn't bother me. But once they started putting jetpacks in multiplayer games, I kind of like didn't – yeah, well, those games. They, I mean, frankly, I think I was never super into them. I've, I've enjoyed the Battlefield games, but uh, or the old like I love Battlefield 1942, 19, you know, the, some of the World War II stuff. But mm. at some point, they just went way off the rails. And putting out a new one every single year, like how do you how do you pull that off? Because you look at Rockstar and they do a Grand Theft Auto game what once every five ish years. The way they do it is they have three studios. So there's a studio that the one that just came out is by whoever, and I don't I don't remember. It's Triarch there's and Infinity Ward and Triarch. Triarch and one other one. I yeah, I think know. so. And so and they put out one, on weird, like, and then rotation. the other ones are working on so another they get one. Two years or three years. Yeah. Three years to... So they they each studio puts one out every three years, and they just rotate among which one comes out. Is that mm-hmm. is that why we've got like is that what you? Ubisoft does to give us like 11 billion Assassin's Creed games. I think, I, honestly, I think I think Ubisoft is actually well. They have like Ubisoft Montreal um, working on one, and they have Ubisoft Montreal. The stuff that comes out of there, their indie stuff, and it's good. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, but yeah, no, they just I think they just have a bunch of studios, and that's how that's how um, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Rockstar. Rockstar works too, where they have Rockstar in the UK, and then they have Rockstar San Diego. So like San Diego, I think is doing um, the new. Uh, Cowboy game. What's oh, uh, Red, Red Dead Redemption. Thank you, Red Dead Redemption. Whereas, Cowboy bang, bang, yeah, cow, Cowboy Bang. bang. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm really excited about it too. So we're gonna get redeemed again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then Grand Theft Auto Six is being done in their probably their UK office. You know, it's it's okay. just Whatever, different yeah. studios. So yeah, they just employ it. I'd a, like to see a Grand Theft Auto game happen like in another country. That'd be cool. Yeah, like yeah. Grand Theft Auto Beijing. Yeah. I'll let them do that after they go back to Vice City. Yeah, oh, I want a new Vice City. If we go back to Vice City, yeah, I would. I'm, I would I'm tell complete. you that you should play Vice City, you know, I but think I, I actually have. That's the '80s one. I've got the. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the boxed set of CD soundtrack from that game. It's real good. Yeah, it's real good. So, yeah, I know the moment I watched the trailer, it was like Flock of Seagulls. Oh, it's uh-huh. great. It like. <laughs> I was like, this game, and I was like way too young to play it. (laughs) Oh, God, I didn't think about that. That was 2001. You were like 11. I was in fourth grade. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I shouldn't be playing that game, but I got it eventually. I was probably a couple years older than from there, but I finally got it. (laughs) Dylan's 12. My mom (laughs) nail hookers killing him to get the money back. (laughs) Yeah, but like back in those days, you could like have 
your Blockbuster card, right? And your parents could sign off on you buying games that you weren't old enough uh-huh. for by yourself, uh-huh. which allowed me to buy whatever I wanted. And my yeah. parents trusted me, and I, I think I turned out okay, but... How you doing in there, Dylan? I'm just beating up a hooker, Mom. Well, definitely. <laughs> okay. You, you, I mean, you try to see how many hookers you can like take out to the beach by the lighthouse and kill them with a chainsaw <laughs> in a <laughs> single night. Like, how many could you actually get? Like, I want my money's worth. <laughs> the, the big difference between now and then is I'm playing Grand Theft Auto last night. My kid keeps coming to the room. I'm like, you should just go away. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm just, I'm just uh, watching. I'm not reading. I think I'm like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this could go sideways at any time. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I was telling Dylan the other day, like the first time I played uh, Vice City, I was on a business trip actually, and I just gotten it. I just got my PlayStation. I actually took it with me, and uh, so this is 2001. Like everyone has bulky, stupid TV monitors, but the office that I was at had these two 60-inch LED displays like in their oh, in nice. their uh, like waiting room uh-huh. for, you know, I don't know what they were doing, but it was it was a it was rich startup time. Like they also had a room with a pool table and video games and ski balls. So, you know, it was, it was back when companies had more money than cents. Right. And so they had these and, and we'd gone over on a Sunday to help someone out, so the office was closed. He's like, you could just hook it up to that. And it was the most amazing gaming I've ever had, probably <laughs> from 2001 to 2009. Play it on like a giant 60 inch monitor, but you can't go back to that game now. I tried you the other day; to, it looks like garbage. You need to hook games up in y'all's little. We'll, we'll make it aquarium happen. in there. You know, that's There's uh, some Black Friday deals happening. I, I think, I think, I think, I think that might have to happen. We should do that. Yeah, we if I get a one S on a steal, I'll just donate my my one and just put it in there. It'd be perfect. Be perfect. Okay. You should get one, Adam. They're yeah. only like two hundred fifty bucks this weekend. <laughs> I don't need an. I don't need another. It even join the Colts. I now have two PS4s. But then you could play Rocket League. We could trade these. And you play Overwatch I'm like, with what us. What do you want to trade? I'll give you an Xbox One. You give me a PS4. Oh no! See, I'm so so the whole point of keeping the second PS4 because even my roommate was like, "Oh, so you got an extra PS4?" And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." Now I can actually play games with Kevin yeah. on the same platform instead of him just playing it wow yep. all the time and me playing Destiny or whatever. Now we can like team up. Yeah, that's why I got a world. second Xbox. Yeah. yeah. So no, no, it just means there's no such thing as split screen anymore. No, there's I no to, couch gaming. Yeah. So. yeah. Now I just have to buy all my games twice, which yeah. is less fun than you think. But <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, that's one thing I need to look into about the whole because we've got the two games. Can I install the same game on both systems you, with the same account? You can on an Xbox. Like it, it, that actually does work on Xbox where I have to have one copy and you can both play. If you set it up the right way, I don't know about it, the PlayStation. Yeah, I've got to look into that. So because yeah. we've got physical copies of a lot of games, but I mean all the digital ones. See, and that's and where it kills you is it's be. well, and see, it's actually the opposite on the Xbox. The 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 digital or the physical ones don't work at all. You have to have two physical copies of a physical one, but <sighs> digital ones you can share them. Well, that's just stupid. Yeah, yeah. So it's, up, it's figure fun. Out one day, gotta make money or, somehow. or they won't, or they won't. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Nice, but so I think this is a good time to talk about Super Mario Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, because I don't have an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. So we'll leave the. So is that is that I, like a thing? So like when you you know when you're a PC gamer versus a console gamer, you yeah. know the filthy console pe- peasants. Is right. this like wow. filthy Android peasants? I guess. Remember I last week so. when 13 million Android phones were hacked with all their information because yeah. they're Android phones. And it wasn't mine. Sure, not yet. <laughs> hey, knock on some wood or something. Yeah, yeah. It's what y'all got the government trying to break in your damn phones. Well, that's because they didn't. Ha- they the Android just gave them the access to <laughs> I mean, it. That's <laughs> beside the point. I don't know if this is the road we need to go down, but we have this new Mario game that's um, going to be on our mobile devices. Um, it's a pretty big deal because this is a Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we also know what the price is now. 
And what is it? Ten. Ten, Ten bucks. bucks. It's a single in-app purchase that unlocks, I want to say, three different uh, types of something. Yeah, it, one, and the details on that are real sparse. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I hope those get more I, – I don't know. Adam has said that it is not an endless runner, even though every single thing I've seen about it says that it's an endless runner. Well, so and so – and the – the reason I say that is because endless runners, they they are exactly that. They're endless. endless. Mario, the Mario Run, Super Mario Run, has an end to each stage. You have it's the you jump on the flag just like in a lot of the Mario games. That's how each stage ends. So it's it's, so it's like a, an endless runner with levels. Basically, it's a pla- it's it's a platformer where you're jumping, but it, he automatically runs. Got he it. just runs, and you control him up and down it's with like the a, bouncing. So it's a hybrid endless yeah. runner platformer. But yeah, it's a runner platform. I know Cliff on its own. Well, I know Cliff is a little skeptical of this price just because it's a mobile game, right? And and ten bucks is the thing is is ten bucks is not outlandish for a game. It's not. It's not like that is probably what mobile games should cost, and mm-hmm. it's probably a big problem with the industry is that that when you've got a bunch of games that are either freemium or cost ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I mean, the the best example is people go, "Oh, I would never pay five bucks for that game," and then I just went and spent fourteen dollars at lunch for a hamburger. Right. You know, so like ten bucks is not it's not money, really. But at the same time, ten bucks is more expensive than ninety nine percent of games on the App Store. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I mean, but if you sit down and you think about it, like this is first of all, it's Nintendo. Does that so does that make quality. it? Does that but is it like there's been Nintendo some garbage games. Nintendo games? There have been, but have there's you been ever... some garbage Mario. I was going to say what what's what's a garbage Mario? Game a lot of the a lot Other of the stuff Mario Paint, Mario Paint, but like Paper Mario Two was only was okay. It or was it just only okay? I, I probably wouldn't have paid sixty bucks for it new. I mean, I guess I, maybe I would have paid ten for it, but yeah. I mean, just I, I think that there was a time where being a Mario game on a Nintendo console. Or being a Zelda game on a mm-hmm. Nintendo console meant this game is going to be great, but it's not necessarily true nowadays. Um, I mean, there's right. there's well, some great I, ones, but I don't think that this being a Mario game on a you know means that it's going to be amazing. Maybe right, and I think that's why you've got the option that that ten dollar in app purchase. That's not you don't have to do that to play the game. You'd have to do that to enjoy the game. Like, I play a lot of the freemium games, and I've been suckered into buying a lot of in-app purchase stuff. But, you know, 80% of the games that i played, I've never had to pay yeah. for a hint or Well, anything. that's what I wonder, too, is, is what does the $10 or what does the light version get you? I mean, and we're not going to know for – when does this come out? Like, December 15th. Yeah, so I guess we'll know in, you know, three weeks. Mm-hmm. But – I don't know. Like I, I think the, the I feel like I feel dumb because I'm arguing against the ten dollar price, and at the same time I'm like ten bucks isn't that much. But I mean, the only other games I know of in the entire app store that cost ten bucks are all the Final Fantasy ports that Square's done, yeah. um, <laughs> which I have absolutely bought some of. Yeah, and I mean, and they're fourteen, fifteen. But you know, I just I don't I don't I have a hard time. I guess the answer is it doesn't matter because it's going to sell a bajillion copies anyway. Right. But do we do we just undervalue mobile games in general? Because can a mobile game really be that good without a controller or anything? And we have a, well, a Mario that's, that's always going to be moving to the right and we tap the screen and he jumps through the levels. Well, like, but, is that just not worth it? Or is it and we just... Well, what I wonder about too, though, is it's also it's a game you play portrait mode. Like mm-hmm. when I think of a, a platformer, like how are you going to know what's coming up? 
Yeah, that's real weird. I didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> think about that yet? Like, I mean, the game was designed to play with one hand yeah. in portrait mode. So you, I mean, it's, it. I think it's going to be great. I'm really jealous that I have an Android phone and not iOS because I'm not going to be able to play it once it once it comes out. You can, I'm going to have to wait. I, sadly, even though I'm saying, "Hey, I'll let you is, play Cliffs." Yeah, those okay. are even even though I'm saying it's overpriced and it's dumb. I I like know gonna I'm going to buy it. I mean, <laughs> if even just because I'm I'm so curious, but. They've done their job. Yeah, exactly. They've made us curious about it. Well, I mean, so you look at what Nintendo's first one was it Me, Me Tomo? Yeah. Did you ever did you ever download no. that or use that? Oh, I, yeah, I drank the Kool Aid on that. Totally got into it. Made my little character. Answered questions. Talked to me. It was the most brilliant data farming like <laughs> scheme ever, ever. It was so good. Um, and then Pokemon Go, of course, that comes out. While it's not officially a Nintendo product, it's you know, yeah, it's, it's Nintendo. So I mean, they're at least their stockholders thought so. Yeah, and they're playing it really smart with the whole mobile thing. They they didn't get into it for the longest time for whatever their reasons are, and now they're doing it right. And people are this eating is exactly it. why. See, but at the same time, like I kind of wonder about that. That why now? Um, you know, you you brought up the Wii U, and the Wii U by all accounts was Tanked. just decimated yeah. because of mobile gaming. Like right. you know, the games that you play on the Wii move to mobile because they're cheaper to develop, cheaper mm-hmm. to, you know, do all those things for and you didn't have to pay Nintendo however much licensing for every single game. You could put in these games it was way cheaper, way easier. And so, in theory, you know, the Wii U should have been lots more successful if it wasn't for mobile gaming. The Wii U dies, they bring out a system in the Switch that looks like it's really there to compete with mobile gaming mm-hmm. in a smart way and the way people want it to do. But then go into mobile? I don't. I don't understand the strategy. Well, it's going to be interesting to see if some of the stuff they put out in the mobile, like Android iPhone universe, are also games that are going to eventually we're going to see on the Switch. See, maybe that makes so, sense. So, and then we're going to see like, okay, all these people they saw how great it was on iOS and Android, la 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 la. But you can take your games on the go too with a full fledged console, and this is and so I mean, they look maybe better, this is just they... a great bait and switch kind of thing. For them. Could be, and I mean, even they've done that on other systems too, where you mm-hmm. get, I mean, uh, Fallout Shelter and Fallout are probably. Some oh, of the, I love Fallout Shelter. Yeah, it's a smart thing. Get yeah. you into Fallout Shelter before you know because it, it came out a couple weeks, mm-hmm. maybe a month before Fallout did. Get you back in that universe, get you interested in it, and then here's Fallout. So maybe maybe that is a strategy. Yeah, it could be a thing. And the fact that month, they, you can't deny that there is a ton of money in mobile gaming. There just oh, is. The billions of dollars, I think? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. It's really easy to buy stuff on your phone. Oh, yeah, we so. do a lot of shopping there. I, I, I used to on my phone, until I got my, until actually iOS 10 came out, I'd never done the fingerprint thing. Oh, it's scary. It's really, like, now it's like, do you want to buy this? I'm like, oh, shoot, I think I did that I on think accident. I, did. I think I bought it <laughs> on accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> air quote, accident. Yeah. Yeah. See those uh, air quotes, everybody? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just finished my Christmas shopping on my phone while we did this podcast. Yeah, I, uh, I do my grocery shopping every week. Oh, really? Yeah. On your phone? All Amazon Fresh. It's amazing. It's a miracle. The world we live in. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <sighs> but to harken back maybe 15 years ago? Oh, we're taking it back. I, Adam, again, is left out of this conversation. I had an Xbox. I <laughs> you had, had an Xbox? Well, I had an Xbox when I'm when I moved to uh, Portland, Oregon, the station I worked for there. I walked in. I just moved. I spent all my money on my move, and I walked into our promotions department, and I'm like, I see you've got an Xbox sitting up there. <laughs> like, not just one, but like six of them. They hadn't given away because they couldn't give them away. Evidently, the first one, I, it was, I don't know. They I don't weren't know. trying. Yeah, they, they were, were trying. trying to give them away in 2009. It was <laughs> So I got it. I was like, hey, if that ever uh, needs a home. <laughs> nice. And I, it made its way to my home in about a week. 
I'd like to say I actually had to buy mine, but I didn't. My dad bought it for me. I was like 23. (laughs) I got mine for Christmas probably a year or so later. But what we're talking about is Xbox turns... 15. 15. Or did turn 15. Yeah, or last last week, week, I think. Yeah. Whatever, but... And and I think the curious thing about that is, I mean, that was not that long ago. And I, like, tried to stretch back and, like, think, what are all the great Xbox games I could play or that I, you know, that I love to play that were... Because I I loved my original Xbox. Loved it. Mm -hmm. And I can barely remember any. Yeah, I I didn't play it enough. I had it. I got it free. I could not tell you. I don't actually don't think I did anything with it. I think I might have just used it to watch <laughs> DVDs. Did it play DVDs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it was my – no, I had a PS2, so I watched DVD. I don't know. Whatever. You just yeah. had one. It was hooked up. I played Halo. You played Halo. Halo, yeah. So my first Xbox experience, I didn't even I, – I had hardly heard of this new generation of games probably at that time because I was in fourth grade, I believe. <laughs> so this would have been like February 17th, 2002, so probably two months after the Xbox came out. And I'm at my best friend's birthday party. We're down in the basement, and his dad brings him an Xbox and Halo. Like that's – we plug that in, and we just see aliens blow up with blue plasma everywhere <laughs> while we're shoveling cake into our mouths. And we're all standing up. Like no one is sitting in this room. Like everyone is just so – jazzed about what's happening. I'm jazzed and that you just used the word jazzed, I, actually. I, it was incredible. That I question the parenting that went on in the the youth. Of, he's like, I was fourth grade, so I was ten. Yeah, but you were blowing up aliens, so I mean, it's not like... It was an M-rated game. And I will say at the same time yeah. that last year, so, so my kid wasn't even in fourth grade, I played through the entire first thing of Halo with him co-op, so yeah, <laughs> I'm mostly like, just yeah. giving you crap. Yeah, no, <laughs> we had fun. Our our parents were very yeah. trusting, and we were responsible kids. Yeah. And we I, we I guess we earned. You've never blown up privileges. an alien in real life, no, so it, yeah. I mean, oh darn! Yeah, right. I lived. Yeah. Um, we I, were very honest with our parents, and they let us do what we wanted to do. And, and I think the funny thing is, is Halo for me was the complete opposite experience. I got my Xbox and I rented Halo. I didn't buy it, so I played it for five days, and I was like, "This is what everyone's so excited about." Because I'd been a PC gamer mm-hmm. for like ten years, and so first-person like, shooters. Yeah, I'm like, I've been here, done this, and it was way better. I'm like, mm-hmm. copy-paste level design, and like, and this is real dull. The funny thing is, is then I played through it again last year, and I'm like, this game's actually not bad. Like, there's some really fun parts of it so i don't know if i was just like jaded or if i was stupid or or what yeah. but it was it was a lot of fun yeah i guess for us it was we're not playing the n64 anymore like yeah, yeah, it was yeah. i mean that was a i think that was a huge jump and that controller that's why i want to take a second to just the duke. think about having the duke in our hands is that, that what the controller was called the original so depending on which one you got you might have gotten the the type s controller yeah, which, which is a, a smaller, smaller one but i always oh, loved no no mine that, was mine was like that massive yeah it was that like a dinner plate starship. yeah yeah, like, that thing was amazing. I loved the big controller. Yeah, I, I always wanted to use that one. trouble, like, reaching all the buttons yeah, or something? Yeah, I think Wasn't so. that kind of a thing? And I've got really big hands, yeah. so the Duke was, I think, the first controller that was like, oh, hey, this fits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I still, like, I still honestly don't enjoy a PlayStation controller. Oh, it's I hate It's too em. small. It's yeah, always been too small for my hands. Oh. I don't like it. I feel like I'm, like, eating it yeah. with my hands, and I'm like, I can touch all the buttons with my one hand. Like, I don't, yeah. I want a little space. I've Xbox has always done an incredible... And I, I legit have not tried the PS4 controllers yet, um, but the PS3 controller, I loaded one the other day to play. Mm-hmm. I was going to try and emulate some stuff on my Mac. It sounds weird, but um, but you can plug, yeah. because they're Bluetooth, you can just hook them straight into it. And mm-hmm. I like picked it up, I'm like, what is this little tiny stupid thing? It's I've got so a, small. A third party, I think it's called Afterglow, is the mm-hmm. brand. Yeah, yeah. Which I've heard a lot of people talk crap about them, but I've had the same Afterglow controller for my Wii U and my PS3 
for years. And yeah. the, the, the PS3 one is substantially larger than the, the pack-in controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it fits. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it handles just, really well. I can't. I don't know. We'll see with the, the PS4 controllers. Yeah. But, yeah. But they're, that, they're real that small. big controllers. That's, that's yeah. one of my best memories along with, like, maybe Mercenaries. That game was pretty. I love Fable. I loved Amped, like we talked about earlier. Um, unfortunately, probably the, the best memory for me of my Xbox is actually my worst memory of it is that I uh, – it's I don't know if people widely know about it, but there were three CD-ROM or DVD-ROM drive manufacturers for mm-hmm. the Xbox, and two of them were incredibly defective um, where they had like a 50 60% failure rate. Oh, but they didn't recall it. Um, <laughs> and I had one of the defective ones. So you'd get uh, dirty disc errors. Uh, you know, I heard about that. Um, yeah. And so mine, disc. Yeah, <laughs> mine became kind of unusable after a while um, until they got to the point where you could mod them. And then I modded my, my Xbox and then it didn't matter because I could just load games on the hard drive. Nice. So play uh, Super Nintendo games on it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I made I made like 100 bucks in ad uh, Google ad stuff talking about how pissed off I was about. It. I made a website to talk about how pissed off I was about my DVD drive put ads <laughs> on it. One day I got a check. I'm like, well, this is cool. <laughs> so up next, we are going to talk about things we can play on our phones. Small bites, little games, mobile yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. I, I have one in here that's not a mobile game, but it's real small. So oh, okay. that works, right? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, good, for sure. good, good. Um, first thing, Alto's Adventure. Alto's Adventure. You've played it. Love it. I've played it. Have you ever played it? No. You should play it. It's free. Uh, it's free on Android. And Pretty I want, sure it's on i. Well, when I had my iPhone, I paid like two dollars, three dollars for totally it. Totally worth it. It's a, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's a fantastic. Just I'm it's a real it. endless runner for sure. Yeah, well, and it can be, and it doesn't have to be. But right. it's it's you play as a, a Sherpa. <laughs> no, you play as a snowboarder collecting your llamas who've escaped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three ninety nine on the app. Totally worth okay, that. Yeah. Um, it has an Apple TV app, so maybe I'll play it on my Apple TV. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, we'll see. And I've got so I've got uh, a new my new laptop, and it's in the Windows Store too. So I've got it on oh, my really? laptop too. So it's I'll super have to cool. try that. Yeah, it's it's just one of those chill like. Level one is collect nine llamas, mm-hmm. and then level two is get get three back backflips off of a rock. Yeah, grind and, into a backflip, all kinds of stuff. And and it just gets progressively harder, and you unlock other mm-hmm. snowboarders that have different abilities. Some of them can jump higher. You unlock like a squirrel suit, so you can fly, mm-hmm. and it's just and it's a kick. But then, relatively recently, they unlocked a and in the regular modes, you can crash and you die and you start over. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all procedurally generated, so it's new. Oh, is every, it really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, it's different that. every time. Um. And uh, but now the they've got an endless runner version where you crash, you just get back up, and I think you start it's going Zen again. Mode yeah, and it is it like is that. totally Zen mode. It's like throwing headphones because mm, the music is great. Music's great, super chill. It's a great game. It's uh, I think the maybe most interesting thing I know about that game is the guy who built it just had this idea of he wanted to make this game and didn't know how to program, didn't know how to do anything, and so he taught himself Unity in order to make this game. See, I've got a few million dollar ideas buzzing around in my head, and I need to follow this guy. Right? It's just crazy. It's awesome. So, but um, yeah, I really, I really, really like. Yeah, it. I did too. I spent. Really you know, I kind of got to a point where I wasn't good enough to go any further. Um, but I mean, I. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, but <laughs> just wasn't. I got I'm probably in the mid 30s level wise, and just couldn't. Gotcha. See, I play it. I I play it, but not. I, I'll do the because you get you're given three objectives each for right, each yeah. level. And each and it's not a level you play. It's like your your character's level. Like you level yeah. up every three objectives, you get a level up. Yeah. And uh, 
you can get those three objectives on you know, multiple runs. You want. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Some of them you have to do on one run. Others, they'll keep a percentage of it, and you can add to it after a couple of runs, and then you level up. Yeah, so. catch 20 llamas. You can catch 20 llamas across <laughs> as many runs. I remember as... going like, you have to catch llamas. What? Where are okay. you putting them? I don't know, but <laughs> he's like got a, a lot of llamas. Lot is this like a dream world or something? It, well, I think it's sure. actually supposed to – like I said, he, he's like a Sherpa. Like it takes place in – I don't know, the Himalayas somewhere, and so he's a llama rancher, is that farmer. Is is? Well, not kind of. I mean, carry Sherpas, they carry things. Yeah, they're the guys that, like, help you go up Mount Everest. Like actual humans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, okay. Every time I hear the word Sherpa, I'm like, oh, is that you, a Those little llama? cute dogs? Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. no, no, they're people. <laughs> Sherpas are people. See, you learn something new Sherpas every episode. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Fun. Uh, next one I want to talk about was actually kind of in a similar vein in that – well, I guess not really, but uh, really odd development. Um, it's called Owlboy. It's out now for PlayStation 4, I believe. Okay. So you should grab it. It's on the PC. Maybe it's – no, I might have lied. I think it's PC only. It is PC only. Yeah. Okay. But uh, it's a platformer where you play as Owlboy, so you're a boy with wings. <laughs> oh, um, I've, no. I've seen this. Right? Yeah. yeah. I played it at PAX, met one of the developers. It's super cool. Can and you just look behind yourself? Gorgeous. That's a damn good question. <laughs> I don't know. It really took me a second to figure out why he asked that question. <laughs> but uh, a game that's been developed in development for nine years. Um, so it's like Duke Nukem. Except that it launched and it was good. Except it's better. <laughs> it's it's actually very different than Duke Nukem. <laughs> right, it well, launched yeah. and it was good. Yeah, last I checked, uh, it had a 90 on Metacritic. So, I mean, yeah. everyone's loving it. Everyone's saying it's kind of game of it the year really potential. It looks really cool. Like, it's just the art style. Gorgeous pixel art. To, but I... I don't have a PC, so... Ah, it's interesting, though, in that, like, kind of the mechanic of it is you don't ever get, like, a gun. Um, your guy's actually mute. He can't talk. And so he picks up other people, like his friends, mm-hmm. to help him through this quest. Um, oh, like you pick him up and You pick up a guy with a gun, and then he's okay. your gun. Yeah. <laughs> That's real cool. It's it's really cool. I have not actually purchased yet. I played it, like I said, I played it at PAX, and it was really cool, but it's definitely on my list of of stuff to pick up. So not not mobile, but it's small. It's not a huge, you know, it's mm-hmm. not going to take you forever. But kind of cool, especially if you have a, a hankering for some old school pixely art stuff. Nice. Yeah. So now, Adam, you bought uh, things because you can't stop? Because Yeah, because I can't stop. If they're on sale, that's something I got from my mom. If it's on sale, I have to have it. Hmm. Um, so all the Go games from Square Enix. So Pokemon, not Pokemon Go. <laughs> all the Go games Go. from Square Enix. Uh, except for Pokemon except Go. Except for Pokemon Go. Uh, Laura Croft. Go, I think is what yep. it is, and then there's Deus Ex Go, and then there's Hitman Go, and also the Hitman Sniper game. They're all 99 cents right now on the Android App Store. And what's the Sniper game? I'm familiar with the Go games. Are you familiar with the Go games, Dylan? They're, Not really. They're real fun, puzzly. Yeah, like they're like puzzly strategy games. I think they're actually based off the board game Go, but I oh that would make, that yeah, would make a lot right? of sense. <laughs> I think, but I, I don't actually play that, so I don't know. Super fun though. Yeah, like, you've got certain ways that you can get through a level, and you've got different obstacles. You've got you know. Deus Ex, for example, you've got these weird mech kind of guys, these androids that are going to take you out, and you just have to find a way around them. And they've got different level or different power ups in the level, and you just kind of have to find your way through without getting killed. Yeah, it's super fun. I've played Hitman. It's the same thing where you have to assassinate someone and get through the obstacles of the level and get past like the bodyguards Mm -hmm. in a certain number of turns. And and I think there's like 150 or so. Levels, yeah, and I'm terrible at it too. Like I, I really enjoyed it. Got to like level nine. I was like, I'm dumb, right? Um, <laughs> and, I, and then I was at that like, do I cheat? Do I not cheat? Because then they'll show me the the solution. I'm like, oh man, I'm dumb. Yeah. But, oh, our, on the third level, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, so I'm yeah. going to do this. And it's weird. So the one thing they don't explain are what all the power ups do, and you kind of have to just 
wing it and figure yeah. it out as you go. They don't tell you anything. Real fun so. though. Yeah, I, yeah I've got it on my. Cents. I think I actually got it for free on my uh, tablety thingy on my Kindle. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good stuff. But yeah, yeah, so get them if you I'll get try, Android. I'll try one of those too. Do it. I don't have an Android, but it's okay. Hmm. They might be ninety nine cents on the iPhone. Who knows? Or the App Store. I don't know. Yeah, it's all good. Anywho, <laughs> stupid iPhones. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode of the Bite Me Podcast. Next podcast, what do we got coming up? We are going to talk about the Video Game Awards that are on December 1st. See, I, I looked through the list. There's some great games, but I, I'm not comprehensive on any of them. But we can talk <laughs> through uh, some of the good stuff, and right. uh, we'll talk about what, uh, what free games you can get in December. Um, I'm, I personally am planning on buying a lot of games this weekend um, because it's mm-hmm. all Black oh, Friday, yeah. Cyber Monday, so I'm sure – There'll be some some fun stuff to talk about Add there. To that 350 plus in your library you've not touched. Actually, but okay. we we did a little research. We, we a did little a little further. math, and I'm actually up to 406 now. <laughs> okay, I feel a lot better about myself then. <laughs> I feel slightly worse about myself. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I only bought another five or six today. Today? Today? Yeah, you broke 400. Yeah. Today. Today. Okay. Yeah. Humble cool. bundles. Yeah. They're awful. Oh, yeah. The Humble Bundles are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to talk about that, too. Yeah, that's good. But uh, and then I think, uh, you know, you can find us now on uh, Twitch at uh, – I, I don't know the right way to say Twitch. Uh, you, at, can you follow us on Twitch? Can, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah find Twitch, us on Twitch. What's our, what's our handle? We are Bite Me Podcast. Okay. Same on Twitter, uh, at Bite Me Podcast. Same on Facebook, at – not at just, just bite me podcast. Yeah, Facebook.com slash bite me podcast. Yeah. If you want to email us, you can bite us at bite me podcast. That one's tricky because it's B I T E. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, Maybe we could fix that. Yeah, oh, we'll fix God. it. Maybe, Maybe we'll have both. Yeah. Ooh, the world of email. Because I'm assuming a lot of people out there might not be able to spell. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ask, ask, ask Dylan how many times today I have misspelled bite. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I have corrected him. Twice. (laughs) Cool. It's all good. So there we are. All right. Sweet. So until next time. Perfect. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Shop Black Friday week deals Sunday through Friday at Kohl's. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. And take an extra 15% off. Get the big one throws, $849. Toastmaster small appliances are just $214 after rebate. And Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Plus, take 30% off Lego, 70% off fine jewelry, and save on boots for her, $16.99. Plus, get fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday week deals at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. Office valid November 22nd through the 27th. 15% off with promo code ENJOY15. Lego and Fitbit offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.